Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you so much for joining me. Deep and Wide is a bi-weekly podcast. It dives into the deep things of the Christian faith and a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal is to challenge growth and inspire hope. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Hey everyone, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor, and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. Most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple, and it does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh, anchor at the app store and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, and welcome back to this week's surprise episode. Normally we're doing bi-weekly, but with quarantine, I figured why not throw another episode in there? I got the time and I got something on my mind. So thank you for joining me. I'm Pat Walter. And today we are going to talk about why I say morality is overrated. You know, Jesus didn't come from morality. That's basically what it stands out to be. And so uh, what I mean by that is we as a nation, especially as a body of Christ, are far more focused on our morality than we are dealing with what is the heart of morality. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a minute and we're going to jump into the definition of what morality is, a little description, and then I'm going to talk about why I say it's overrated. Uh, The definition of morality is the principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. All right. Uh, Another description is morality can be a body of standards or principles derived from a code of conduct from a particular philosophy, religion or culture, or it can derive from a standard that a person believes should be universal. Morality may also be specifically synonymous with goodness Or rightness. And so after I read that, you could pose the question is why do I say it's overrated? If we're talking about right and wrong and good morals and bad morals, um, about goodness or badness, uh, why is it overrated? Why is it bad? And uh, what my premise in all of this is, is I think the focus on morality is diluting the beauty of the gospel by fighting for a moral country instead of a Christ-surrendered country. And again, obviously, we can get all kinds of different feedback about what I mean for that. Um, But what it does is it pushes an ideology of if you do what is right and what we call good, then you'll be good. Follow these rules and you'll be okay and then you'll be good. Um, Listen, I I know lots of people who are that way. Hey, listen, I'm I'm a good person. Um, a while back, uh, we our first house that we moved into when we got to Vegas, there was a, and he's still there, Brand, um, I won't say his name, uh, he's a devout atheist across the street, and uh, introduced myself, and, and we ended up becoming friends. We still talk here and there. Um, I moved to a different house down the way, so I don't see him as often. Um, but man, j- just a devout atheist. Uh, but in, in many ways, he was a guy that, that had many of what we would say the same morals. You know, um, 
there was a few things that we obviously differ on, um, on what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is bad. But for the most part, decent person, cared for people. Um, and there's a, a few things that I would call wrong that he wouldn't call wrong. But for the most part, I'd say they're pretty similar. And so what we've done is we've muddied good and bad. And so um, we we can even look, and I don't go into politics, and we won't talk a lot about it here, but in many ways, that's kind of what it boils down to. We look at a candidate, what is good, what is bad, what is right, what is wrong, and then that's kind of why we push it. Or when we see um, places like, I won't name names, but uh, certain uh, corporations or stores that we shop at or places that we buy uh, caffeinated beverages and we don't like the the morals that they operate in, so we bash them or we don't support them, so to speak. Um, because what we think is wrong, we're expecting them to also view it as wrong. Um, because, again, it comes back to this idea of what we think is right and good. And so we think everybody else should be. But the thing that I find the most interesting is Jesus Christ, uh, Yeshua the Messiah, the King of Kings, did not consider himself good. Um, if you guys recall in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 17, um, there was a man setting out on a journey, or Jesus was setting out a journey, and a man ran up to him. He said, Hey, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. And they went on to say, hey, I've kept all the commandments. I've been good. And Jesus looked at him and said, okay, one thing that you lack, go and sell everything. And it says that he went away sad. We don't know what happened. But my, but here's my point. If Jesus said, hey, there is none good but God. But here we are over here saying, hey, you guys all need to be good. This is the expectation. That you guys, that, that humanity, that Americans, that are people, whatever you want to say, and our expectation is that you are good. And then so we look at ourselves and our own lives and we say we are good, but Jesus himself said he wasn't. And so I've been watching as uh, how the society and the nation that we push as Christians has been more about our right or wrong morals than the heart of Christ. Jesus never attempted or instructed the disciples to change the morality of Rome or to the world. He didn't try to get everybody to be on a right or wrong page. Think about that. Jesus spent three and a half years teaching them his ways, and he never once was like, hey guys, when I leave, what we got to do is we got to get the Romans to understand what right and wrong is. We, we got to change their thinking. We got to change their mindset. They got to they gotta follow our ways and our mindsets. And, and you know what? Let's get the whole known world at this time to, to follow our ways. But that wasn't Jesus' MO. That, that wasn't what he was trying to do. And, and if we're honest... We can even look at the morality of the Pharisees and see that most of them were the most moral of their time. Think about it. They followed the law to the letter, the Roman laws and the Jewish laws. Listen, the, the Pharisees were known for their law keeping and those who didn't keep the laws were bad, right? And, and they were blaming the, the Jews that were not following uh, the religious traditions to the letter for the reason why they were under Roman rule. And that's why they were so harsh to people who didn't follow the rules the way that they thought they should be followed. They were the most moral people at that time. But the problem is they missed it, right? They missed the heart of the morality. Um, th there's an old quote by C.S. Lewis, and I love C.S. Lewis. I'm a big fan of his. Um, and he says, you cannot make men good by law. And without good men, you cannot have a good society. 
That is why we must go on to think of the second thing, of morality inside the individual. And I'm sure many of you knew which way I was going to go with this, but this is kind of where I think that we need to shift the focus. Um, if you look at one of my favorite Bible verses, it's um, John 3, uh, John three seventeen. Uh, we all know John three sixteen. We all know John probably three eighteen. But John three seventeen says, "For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him." So Jesus didn't come to judge the world. Guys, we're not here to judge the world and fix their morals and to get everyone to live according to Judeo-Christian values. That is not why we came. Jesus came to save the world, right? That's That was his Emma, one of many. There's many things that Jesus did, but that was the essence, right? He came to save the world, not not to judge it. Because listen, it's, it's John 3.18 says it's judged already. Listen, if, they, if, if people are not in Christ, they already stand judged. So we're not here to judge the world. I'm not even talking about the individuals, the people. We are not here to judge the world. Why does it surprise us when the world acts like the world? Why does it surprise us when the world's morals doesn't line up with Judeo-Christian morals? Why? Why does it surprise us? They're the world. And we're here to represent Christ to it. Listen, we're here to point people to Christ. To recognize they're not good and to see their desperate need of Jesus. Listen, if we all know, and if you are in Jesus Christ and you know that you are in desperate need of him, that you are broken and flawed, then we recognize that, listen, I'm not a good person. People view me as a good person, but I, I mean, I, I know me. I know my heart. I, I know all those things that I think, but I don't say. And, you know, my wife knows the things that I think and, and I do say, right? Like, I, I know that, that I'm flawed and broken and that my heart isn't good and it's in desperate need of Jesus. And that's what we're here to do is to point people to Jesus. Listen, like I said, I've met many people from different faith backgrounds that have better morals than many Christians I know. And, and I'm not even, like, I'm serious. I know people of other belief systems that I would say had better morals than Christians. They see themselves as more moral than, than, than us too. And they see it. And that's one of their, their bashes, is, is they treat their people better than we treat them inside the body of Christ. But, they, but the problem with that is they don't see a need for Jesus because in their eyes they are good enough. Or they're good already because they're basing it on morality. You see, many of the faiths are works-based anyway, right? If you, if you get outside of Christ, every other religion is works-based. And so if we start the premise off, hey, we are a good, uh, we, we are a Christian nation, we're good people, and this is how we operate because this is our, our, our morals, and everybody needs to operate according to these morals. And I'm not saying morals are bad. Hear that. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying it's the wrong focus, okay? So let's be careful in our pursuit of morality that we don't re-sacrifice Christ on the altar of morality. I hope you understood that. Did you get that? Let's be careful in our pursuit of morality that we don't re-sacrifice Christ on the altar of morality. Because if we don't recognize our need for Christ, well, then why did he come? He didn't, again, he didn't come for our morals, he came for our heart. He came for the internal, that we would change from the inside out. You know, and, and I pray that our aim isn't to have a moral nation, but an aim to point people to their desperate need of Christ. Okay? 
And lastly, I want you to hear this, okay? I pray that we do live righteous, pure, and holy lives that are blameless in his sight. But we also must recognize that this can only be done because of what Christ did on the cross, living according to his word and a surrendered and empowered life by the Holy Spirit. Listen, morality apart from surrendering to Christ is to be the rich young ruler or the leaders in the synagogue who obeyed the law but missed the Messiah. That's it, guys. That, that's, that's the heart of, listen, we need to have hearts fully surrendered to Jesus. And listen, if, if we do that, then we are going to live what we would call moral lives, right? Hopefully. Obviously, we have our imperfections. But we are surrendered to, to Jesus as Lord. We are surrendered to his word and empowered by his spirit to walk according to the kingdom. And then our lives are transformed from the inside out. But if we continually push morality over Christ then we're no longer preaching the gospel of the kingdom. We're preaching the gospel of morality and Pharisee and thinking that we are somehow good on our own. And that's my word for today. That's why I say morality is overrated. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. It's just overrated because uh, I recognize our need for Jesus. So I hope that's challenged you today. I hope it's made you think. Uh, Maybe it's made you angry. I don't know. Uh, But I hope it challenged you and made you think or pray or lean in um, or or even just something to talk about to somebody else. Talk about to your neighbor. Um, I also want to say, hey, uh, Deep and Wide Podcast is now on Instagram. It's deep and then the letter N, wide podcast on Instagram. And then I have a personal Instagram at pastor underscore Pat W. You can find me at Pat Walter on Facebook. Um, I'll be posting all these there. We're on Anchor and Spotify right now, working on getting it on more platforms. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Thanks, guys. And I'll have a regular scheduled episode for next week. God bless you guys and stay safe and stay home. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard. And if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week.